Chapter 15, Where Are You Going? And He Will Be Called Wonderful Counselor. Isaiah 9, 6. Why did the heavenly armies of God announce the birth of the king of the world to a bunch of shepherds? You remember the story, right? Every year, we all watch Charlie Brown get frustrated with his friends in their effort to put on a Christmas play. And at the height of his frustration, he yells, Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? And then Linus Van Pelt, who has been standing beside Charlie Brown, holding his blankie and sucking his thumb, says, Sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. In silence, Linus walks to the center of the stage and says, Lights, please. The house lights dim, and a spotlight centers on Linus as he says, And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. The Christmas story is full of surprises, strange twists, and incongruities. How can an old woman like Elizabeth have a baby at her age? How can Mary get pregnant without having had sex? How can Joseph stick with her even after she has been completely disgraced? How can Mary's family so utterly abandon this young couple in the midst of the hardest thing they've ever been through? How can no one in Bethlehem, including their extended families, make room for this little couple who are in the throes of labor and birth? How can the king of kings be born in the dirt and the straw of a stable? How can the promised Messiah come to earth and basically no one notices or cares? And if that weren't quite enough already, how could God invite shepherds to the party? Shepherds were outcasts. They were losers, rejects. They weren't highly educated. As far as the social ranks were concerned, these guys weren't even up as high as blue-collar laborers. They didn't do society or community. They lived on the outskirts, out in the hills. They were rough, vulgar, dirty, smelly, and they kept to themselves. They didn't have friends in town. They had sheep, and that was about it. They took care of sheep, raising them to sell for the table or the temple down the road in Jerusalem. They risked their lives to protect and feed animals meant to become either food or sacrifice. What they did was important and necessary, but no one really thought about them or paid attention to them. They would be like garbage men in our world today. Most folks go in and out of their warm houses, nice cars, and fancy offices without ever thinking of the guys hanging onto the big trucks with the coveralls, boots, gloves, and hats, picking up the trash in the middle of the cold. So why did the angels announce the birth of the king of kings to these guys? You would think the biggest news of all time would be given to the most important people in the biggest city not to a bunch of losers in the middle of nowhere. Why not tell the high priest? Why not tell Herod his reign had come to an end? Why not burst right into the Roman Senate and the Oval Office of the Caesar himself and tell them all there's a new king in Israel? 
Why would God's own personal messengers tear through the night skies and sing to a bunch of nobodies out in some random field? They didn't have money. They didn't have power. They didn't have connections. These guys wouldn't even be good candidates to carry and spread the news of God's baby son. It's almost as though God wanted to keep this whole operation a secret. I mean, who would listen to shepherds anyway? Who would listen to the teenagers with the baby? No one gives any weight to the stories of outcasts and middle school-aged kids, right? If God had wanted the whole world to know about the coming of the Messiah, He could have done it. He could have sent the angels wherever He wanted. He could have sent thousands and thousands of them all over the world, lighting up the night in every home throughout the earth. But He didn't. He gave the baby to some nobody kids, and the only people He invited to the party were the kinds of guys no one really cares that much about. So, If he wasn't going to tell the whole world about Jesus' birth, then why did God invite the shepherds in the first place? Well, I don't know, but maybe, just maybe, God wanted to invite someone to the party who understood his heart. Shepherds spent their lives chasing down stubborn, stupid, rebellious animals who don't even know how to take care of themselves. Sheep wander away. It's what they're best at. They don't know where to find the best grass or the nicest water. They can't defend themselves from predators, and they can't even find their way home once they've gotten themselves lost. Sheep need a shepherd because they can't survive without one. They don't know where they're going, and on their own, they only wind up lost and in danger. I think God probably invited shepherds to see his baby son because those rough and smelly rejects actually know and understand what God's job is like. They know what it's like to be a guide to creatures who desperately need to be led, even if they don't really want to be. Shepherds know what it feels like to drag a self-destructive creature kicking and screaming away from harming itself again and again. The Bible says we are like sheep, that the thing we're best at is wandering away and making lots of trouble for ourselves. King David once wrote a song that said, The Lord is my shepherd, and we need one. We need to be guided and led around, because on our own, we just wind up lost. The Old Testament prophet Isaiah said, We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. God knows what the life of a shepherd was like, because... He's the one that has to shepherd us. When Isaiah prophesied the coming of the Messiah, he said, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Counselors have to do a whole lot of listening. But the thing that separates a regular counselor from a really good counselor is that the really good ones can actually tell you what needs to happen next. A good counselor can tell you what you need to change about yourself. A really good counselor can see what you can't see about yourself. They can tell you what you need to hear when you don't know what to do. When you can't find your way out of a mess, 
Our good counselor can guide you through it. We don't know where we're going. It's why we need Jesus so badly. On our own, we're only going to wind up lost, hurt, or worse. When Jesus grew up, he called himself the Good Shepherd. We needed a shepherd. We needed a counselor. We needed someone who can and will do the always frustrating and often lonely job of having to tell stubborn people like us where to go next. Jesus is our wonderful counselor, our good shepherd, and on that night of nights, as he showed up to work for the first time in person, I think he probably wanted friends nearby who knew what he would be going through. Friends who knew how it felt to wrangle and lead folks as desperately lost as we are.